Please remember, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Fullest House podcast, where we wholeheartedly support sandwich feminism. I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. Oh my yeah. God, he's very excited. He's, he's wiggling his arms around. All you can't see this because it's a it's vis- a it's zany a, episode. It's a, it's a visual bit. <laughs> yeah, Mark's doing. I've been this trying to say bit. my name in fun ways, just for me to entertain me. <laughs> That's fine. And every yeah, once in a while, it becomes obtrusive enough that we have to comment on it. There was one episode where I went. I'm Mark Green. <laughs> <laughs> so that was for me, not for yeah. you. Yeah. Let it be known, Fullest House Podcast host Mark Green does it for him and not the viewers. <laughs> Fullest House Mark Podcast host Mark Green hates his fans. <laughs> I just want to come out on the record. I do not hate the fans. But why was there the, the article that said you hated Hashtag your fans? Mark Green is canceled. I love all of my fans an appropriate amount. But but Mark, if if you don't if you don't hate your fans, why did I read this article from the dailyarticle.com news source saying that you hated your fans? <laughs> the Daily Every, Article. Everyone knows that the Daily Article is a biased news site <laughs> with far-right views. <laughs> And they are trying to slander me for no good reason. Any discerning consumer of news can pick up on that. I love all my fans very much, and I want to give them all a great big smooch. Ooh, let it be known, Mark Green, Fullest House Podcast, wants to smooch his fans. Mark Green, Fullest House Podcast, oh, he's a creepy guy who wants to kiss his fans. I want to get off this topic. Yeah, okay. So, amazingly, guys, we start out this episode with a with a scene that doesn't have an alcoholism joke about Stan. We were waiting for it. We we did like an over under and we were all way under. Let me put forward, we made two pretty solid bets, two yeah. predictions that usually would come true. And they did not come true this episode. They were we were proven wrong. Us. They What's the second one? <laughs> one, Steph walked in and Tyler said, "How long until Steph is a mess?" Yeah. It didn't happen in the opening yeah. scene. The other one was that before we started recording, I said we were talking about. We knew the description of this episode was that Ramona gets into a sandwich eating competition. Yes, we, jo- yes. we, we joked. Perfect. We joked. Oh, what if it's baseball Christie? Remember him from season one? That guy who we made a joke that he looked like Chris Christie at a baseball match. Yeah, well, I and, and I said I'm pretty sure baseball Christie is never gonna show up again in this show. <laughs> well, okay. oh boy, was he but wrong? Also, we hadn't we hadn't put together at that point that baseball Christie is the same guy from Uncle Monty's. When it reopened, yeah, he, he comes in with all those sandwiches. That's also true. That's that was true. baseball Christie. That's true. But I'd like to think the gods were smiling down on us. <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> they, they definitely on us were. On this day. But it, it just shows how how amazingly baseball Christie snuck his way back into Fullest House, not the show, he, the podcast. He snuck our way. <laughs> he snuck his way back into the Fullest House podcast, and also my heart. Yeah. yeah. 
Also, we find out he has a name, like an actual human name. I know, Berkowitz. and it's and he's Jewish. We'll get, we'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to well, it. Well, presumably, Jewish, yeah. we'll get to it. But <laughs> I want yeah. some suspense, guys. We yeah, that's okay. true. We revealed the big tw- twist of this episode, mm-hmm. which is that beloved fan favorite character, Baseball Christie, shows up. This is totally <laughs> something that I'm sure like only one person remembers the Baseball yeah. Christie joke yeah. from way back yeah. when. Yeah, if we anyone, should, we, we should really <laughs> summarize it as this guy. We joked, oh, this. What if it's this guy from an earlier episode? And we were like, it's not going to be this guy from an earlier episode. And it was the guy from an earlier episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was going to be a small child. Yeah, we took bets. Zach, Zach thought it was going to be a returning character. We took bets yeah, okay. on who Ramona was going to face. I off was technically right in this. <laughs> Um, competition. Well, no, because you specifically identified you thought it was going to be Chad Brad Bradley. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not well, Chad it Brad joke, Bradley. But... It's Baseball Christie. It's Baseball Switch those Christie. letters around. BBC, baby. <laughs> Let's not say BBC any. <laughs> Mark, what do you have against the British Broadcasting Channel? Let I'm it be known, boys, how is podcast those no Mark Green hates British people? <laughs> Yeah, and they fucking know why. <laughs> Sherlock's finale was so bad, it, it created a new prejudice for Mark. At that, at that point, people. Mark declared war on Britain on behalf of America again. Hey, let's talk about what happens in this episode. Yeah, sure. Yes. Um, so Max has been moved up a grade in the middle of the school year. Yeah, why yeah, that, that happens, happens nobody knows. I, yeah, I don't know. Nobody in the world knows if that happens. It's just, it's never it's really explained. It's tell. just kind of like the show opens and BJ's on the phone being yeah. like, yeah, Max is going, he, Max is skipping a grade in the middle of the year. Isn't that amazing? And meanwhile, Steph and Kimmy yeah. are behind her mouthing the exact words because she's presumably given this monologue to everybody yeah. in town wearing a <laughs> salmon suit. <laughs> It's maybe <laughs> it's maybe some of the clunkiest exposition I've ever seen. The episode opens yeah. up to you hadn't heard that Max, my son, is being moved up into middle school. And then Max never shows up, by the way, until much, much later in the scene. It's very yes. weird. But yeah. uh, then Steph has to repeat it for some reason. Like she's like, oh, is there anyone you haven't told that Max is going to middle school? And it's like, we get it, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. We get it. But yeah, DJ is bragging to everyone she knows on the phone. DJ has a line which I think is very true and speaks to an inner truth about the human spirit, which is Max was born a 40 year old. <laughs> yes. I yeah. think everybody can just take that into their lives and internalize it and make that about them. I, I remember, Mark, you once said that you are inside an old Jewish man yeah. saying, oh, this party city wasn't here when I was when I was seven years old. It used to be an Arby's. This is this is the world is changing. And Mark said Ugh. that word for word. We, we, we 
I did in the car once with Harrison, and it was a Denny's, not an Arby's. It was a Denny's. I, I love the fact that you remember this exact incident so well that you are going to correct Harrison. You're like, no, Harrison, you fucking idiot. It's not an Arby's. It's a Denny's. I do, because I remember which party city we were talking about and what was there before. Because I am an old, old man. I love how you immediately recognize the exact conversation. I didn't even remember that it was a party city and a Denny's. I just brought up two random stores. Because I, I oh, remember, this makes it I even remember more what impressive. street we were going down. I know that there's a party okay, city there. Okay, I know yeah. that there used to be. I, 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 there is a, yes, we, we were going down Route 10. There's a party city on Route 10. That's how I it used to be a Daffy's. It was a clothing store. Oh, maybe it was that. I think maybe it, maybe, it, it might have been a Denny's. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I the point being... As Harrison says, and I have now man. demonstrated, I'm an old, old man. Yep. I I love how you were immediately there with the correction. I I can't get over that. It was that. so good. It was so good. Of course. But anyway. A couple of other tidbits. There's a lot of just stuff being thrown at us in this first scene. Max yeah. borrowed Ramona's moisturizer and said it was, uh, like, I don't know, poor people trash or something. Like dollar store trash. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 something like that. What the fuck, Max? (laughs) Max went from a character we really didn't like to a character we did like, and now I kind of hate him again. It's it's all (laughs) coming full circle right at the end. Why you gotta diss our girl Ramona like that? Like, what the hell? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's you're right. This is it's very brilliant storytelling. They're taking it full circle. It's it's like (laughs) poetry. It rhymes. Oh my god. Also important, J Money does an Obama impression. Yes. Max tells everybody, he's like, well, I got to make a good first impression on my new classmates. So I'm going to wear this three-piece suit to school. That way the middle schoolers will respect me. And J Money's like, wow, it's better than my first impression. My first impression was, and he just does an Obama voice. Yeah. Yeah. Which like... This now marks the well, second he, time he's done an Obama voice on yeah, the show. He does an yeah, Obama voice. He, and if I'm remembering correctly, I yeah. think what he says is like, hey, I'm Obama. Yeah, it's something like <laughs> yeah. that. I, it's like it's funny to me that it happens twice, and I feel like I remember when we talked to Michael Campion, friend of the show. He did not remember that he did an he, Obama yeah. voice, and even though it happened multiple times now, it ha- it, 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 I'm I'm t- performing is in Jay Money's yeah, bones. So. Oh yeah, yeah. That and to be fair to Michael Campion, friend of the show, um, that is something you tend to block out. Mm. <laughs> he's, just, he's just in the zone like when the yeah. cameras start rolling Michael Campion is no more it is all J money <laughs> no I thought you were gonna say the camera started rolling Obama took over his body <laughs> the ghost of Obama the ghost of Obama took who over is his not body dead. Obama a very alive man yeah, Obama who is not dead <laughs> oh what an alive person can't be a ghost that sounds pretty prejudiced Zach as oh, we support uh, ghost equality, <laughs> ghost, ghost, ghost equality. We support ghost equality, living ghosts. It's all good for us. Mm. Yeah. Going with the stance that there must be ghosts who are still alive makes Casper the friendly ghost much more tolerable. Because otherwise you're like, oh, yes. we're just watching the adventures of this dead child. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That always occurred to me. Like, on, Wait a second. Going oh along, he's friends with a witch. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I think the fact that we've got on to Casper the Friendly Ghost means it's time to move back to the show. Yep. Um, the uh-huh. final thing I want to say about this scene is that Ethan is here. 
Yay! Remember, remember Ethan? Ethan? Yay. I did. Ramona yeah. has a boyfriend, cool. and he's not a Japanese pop star. So it's really just a big step down from Marius yeah. Yo of the yeah. boy band Sexy Zone. Yeah. Like, Ethan's, so. like, nice, sensitive, seems to really care about Ramona. But he's, he's not, not Chad in a Brad Japanese Bradley. boy band. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to beat those. To be fair, Chad Brad Bradley is also not in a Japanese boy band, but he has the right energy. Yes. <laughs> One day he will be in a Japanese boy band. Oh my yeah. god. It's his true calling. <laughs> I, I feel like so many of the of the characters on this show I would love to see in a boy band. Like you've got yeah. Chad yeah. Brad Bradley. J Money, he's got the voice for it. He's got the, the Ch- pipes. Chad Brad Bradley is the dark one, or is the bad boy. He's sorry. the bad boy. He is also dark the dark one. one. He rules over <laughs> the dark he rules one. over his evil kingdom. <laughs> seeking artifacts of great power. And, and also only he's the in a chosen boy band. one can stop him. <laughs> and also he's in a boy band. Him. And also he's in a boy band. But yeah, Chad Brad Bradley is the bad boy. J Money's the talented one. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you said J Money is the talented one concerns me. He's good at singing. I know, it's but the one he thing he's good at that and Rocket League. I thought the one thing he was good at was uh, computers and computers. There are multiple. He's he's getting and good kicking. at things he's and good kicking. He can kick things. He can kick things really right, hard. Okay, you're right. J Money is the multi-talented one. Yeah, Chad Brad yeah. Bradley is the Dark Lord. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just imagining he's like Fernando's the sensitive which, one. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tag yourself. Which one are you? The sensitive one, the talented one, the dark lord who shall bring Satan right from the ashes. <laughs> and Steve <Fred>. is Ringo. <laughs> and Ringo. <laughs> and Brian. <laughs> Everyone needs a Ringo. Yep. Okay. Steve is Ringo. Speaking of Steve, next scene. Yes. Finally, we go to Uncle Monty's where Steve is briefing Stephanie and what did we say? Oh, the sensitive Fernando. one, Fernando. Yes. Um, yeah. About the upcoming annual Uncle Monty's sandwich eating competition. Ooh. Um, they have it every year and Fernando's like, I own this restaurant and I'm not familiar with this competition you you must elaborate he has not owned uncle monty's for a year that's true you know that's that's true or given how time works in this show has he owned uncle monty's for 10 years i guess we'll never know (laughs) but steve explains um that they have a worthy competitor returning who beats them every year and they need to be someone has to represent Uncle Monty's in the competition. And this is when we lost our shit because he reveals that the competitor who beats them every year is our good friend, Baseball Christie. Baseball Christie is back and he has a name. It's Berkowitz. He is officially part of the Jewish faith, maybe. Uh, Welcome to the tribe, Baseball Christie. Happy Hanukkah. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah. Let it be known we are I, recording during Hanukkah. I just, I'm still, I'm still stuck on the fact that we guessed it, unguessed it, and then I, it came true. I, we were talking a lot before yeah. we started watching the episode, and Baseball Christie came up. I forget how. Yeah, I forget how. All I remember is that I specifically said, we're never seeing that character again. 
And then five minutes later, boy, was he wrong. (laughs) He has like a picture and it's the guy eating a sandwich and it is the same actor. He's wearing a baseball cap. He's even wearing the 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 Giants cap. cap. Yeah, the San Francisco Giants cap. Yep. Never Uh, goes anywhere without it. Perfect. (laughs) Which is very funny because I checked immediately after on IMDb to see if it was the same actor. And it is, but also in his IMDb picture, he's wearing an L.A. Dodgers hat. <gasps> so this motherfucking traitor, traitor. right here. Scandal. Traitor. How dare he? How dare he? Does it say something about me that I hear something about like competing sports teams and I went, scandal. <laughs> oh, my stars and garters. Famous sports fan of the group, Mark Green. <laughs> hey. I'm just imagining you watching like an ESPN talk show and and you're just like sitting there with a cup of tea and a max like suit shouting, ooh, gee, Will- gee willikers. Meanwhile, he's sitting like that and it's just Stephen A. Smith spouting bullshit as usual. Yeah. My 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 favorite baseball player of all time probably is Charlie Brown. Mm. <laughs> I mean, of course. He's he he's a pitcher. He's an he's a He's a classic player. And he always yeah. gets it hit back at him and all of like his and like his hat and his pants fall off. What That's about great. famous yeah. four house star Hunter Pence? Oh, right. He's my second favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but is Charlie Brown your favorite football player? Yes. He's not as good a kicker. As he's Jay. not as good a kicker as as Jay Money, but he has heart. He has spirit. He every every <laughs> yeah. time he's presented with that football, he goes up to kick it and he always meets defeat. <laughs> but he just picks himself up and tries but again. Tries. But yeah. what about Rodrigo Blankenship, Mark? <laughs> Zach, the amount of times I have said to people, and I have no idea if they ever know that I'm exactly what I'm referencing, but the amount of times I've said to people, Charlie Brown, that contract isn't notarized. Because <laughs> I believe it's it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown, because that's the one I would have watched the most as a kid. Yeah. The bit is Lucy saw signs a contract with Charlie Brown saying that she will not yank away the football. And then she pulls it away and he goes, but we signed a contract. And she goes, Charlie Brown, that contract wasn't notarized. And I think that's the funniest shit in the world. That is so (laughs) That's like the peak of comedy for you. Eight-year-olds talking about notarized contracts. Or sorry, non-notarized contracts. That's so funny. I love the Peanuts. They're the best. The best group of kids. Love those crazy kids and their dog <laughs> and bird. Let it be known for how Fullest House podcast host Mark Green doesn't care about fans with peanut allergies. <laughs> Get it? I do. I do. Because like, because a little golf clap like, for Zach. Peanuts. Golf clap. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yes. Thank you. Please. Tyler added this in in post. Have like a very long applause. It goes for very, very long. And you can stop it like right here. Anyways. Anyway, to bring it back, the final thing I want to mention about this scene um, is that we find out Steve has a podiatry and food blog called uh, Feet and Meat. Which Tyler brought up a very good point when we were watching yeah, this that yeah. the name Footlong was right there. Yes, it's a it's a maybe, bad name. Maybe he wanted to do that. Uh, he had the idea for Footlong, but then he, he mentioned <laughs> he it to the wrong wanna... person at lunch. Yeah, he mentioned yeah. it to the wrong guy at lunch, and then his friend, the domain his, name his, his was already taken. Friend, uh, cho- stole the domain name. I was talking to Doctor Braverman about my idea for a podiatry and food yeah. podcast. 
podcast. I don't. It was a blog, not called a podcast. Foot We're long. doing a podcast called yeah. Footlong. Good observation. Two days we later, are doing a I open up old Google, and what do I see? Doctor Braverman has a blog called <laughs> Footlong. Yeah, what oh, the fuck, Doctor Braverman. Braverman? That's so classic, Doctor Braverman. <laughs> what they an should, asshole! They should have signed a contract and gotten it notarized. Yeah, <laughs> that was on. That was on Steve on that one. Yep. But yes, on yeah. yes, he brings up his blog, Feet and Meat, and then can we uh, also Fernando's, talk about just briefly? Like, yes, you can go. we just talk very briefly about how Feet and Meat also sounds very sexual? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Footlong is such a better title for so many reasons. Oh yeah. Yeah. But also, and it sounds just as sexual, but also you know, classier. Not as nearly yeah. as weird. <laughs> uh, you're talking and about then, Fernando. Yeah, yes. 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 Fernando's like, oh, you think that's bad? This is almost as bad as the time we had possums in the kitchen. And he sets up like a Family Guy cutaway that just doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> Oh Jesus yep. Christ! So they just like cut to like they just cut to like two possums in the kitchen. It's like, like Uncle Monty's is yeah. really. There's like good. two possums that are just like Joan's. Like, hey Phil, hey Billy, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. I'm just scurrying around the, the kitchen. I'm Uncle Monty's. <laughs> I was thinking two possums in three piece suits, like sipping on tea. <laughs> yeah, I say yeah, yeah. I sure do like Uncle Monty's sandwich establishment. Glug mm. glug glug, drinking tea. Have you partaken of the pig carcass? It is quite delicious. The one rotting in the dumpster in the back? Yes, of course. Delicious. Perfectly scrumptious. I have heard that fresh meat is also good, but I don't believe it. I believe is next the the the, the qualifier, the sandwich eating qualifier. No, um next uh Nice Kimmy comes right? home, but oh, not yes. Max. Uh, DJ has prepared a whole snack chat for Max. One of their famous snack Completing. chats. She has a banner. Complete with banner, yes. Yeah. But Max comes in. He's upset. He doesn't want to talk. His suit is, like, off. He just has a yeah, vest and a shirt. Yes, yeah, weird. And he, he, and he goes off to his room cool. to do homework. To do homework, and DJ's like, I've seen this before with J Money. This is typical teenage boy behavior. Yeah, middle school like, actually induces yeah. puberty. The yeah. moment you step yeah. into the halls of a middle school, you immediately become 400 times more of a shit. I really was thinking, like, how old is Max supposed to be, and how old is the actor playing Max? <laughs> Mm. he's definitely past puberty but yeah like, so he's like, like he's been 11. moved up from elementary school presumably to he's, middle school he's, he's supposed to be like 11 because you like start middle okay. school when you're 12 okay right good. so okay okay yeah. i think i think okay. he reads a little too old for 11 yeah maybe 10 i don't know no no no. i mean the actor i don't i'm not oh, talking about what the character oh, yeah. is supposed to be max oh, as we've oh, established yeah, no, is a 40 right, year old right. man yes <laughs> sorry sorry no he's a 40 year old woman of course a 40 year old um, woman he's a wine in the mom. body of a small child a yes wine mom. he is a wine he's mom, a wine mom. <laughs> yeah. i don't mean that in any sort of way i just mean that max is very specifically a wine mom yes yeah pretty much and all the energy that entails yep oh. but uh no matt <laughs> Yeah, the actor is way too old now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was my point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, DJ's just like, huh, 
I bet he wasn't bullied at all. That's just typical teenage boy behavior. What the fuck? Why wouldn't that be your first thought? I know. Like I know. What Max you, your son goes bullied? to school in a suit and a bow tie. That would never happen. He's already a year younger than everybody. Yeah. He doesn't he's know coming anybody. In, he's coming in midway through the year. And and let's be honest, he's not super fun to be around. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And he, he he calls people's moisturizer dollar store trash. Yeah, he almost ruined the wedding a couple episodes back. Yeah, for his by stubbornness. Yeah. And again, he came in in a three piece suit, and now he's come home and he's not wearing his suit. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, next we go to the sandwich qualifying match. Yes. Who's gonna uh, eat for them? They bandy yes. about some possibilities. It could be Jay Money, who apparently ate like a whole bowl of coleslaw that was supposed to be for everybody by himself. Did or they just say it was supposed to be for everybody or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They say like, you know, he ate all that coleslaw and he says, I didn't know it was supposed to be for everybody. And they're like, well, why did you think it had that giant spoon in it? <laughs> um, because I need a giant spoon, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Because I have a giant mouth and digestive yep. system. Um, Matt is like, I could do it. I just got back from spin class and I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> I'm a hungry boy. And then yeah. Steve's like, no, I'm going to be the one who wins because yeah. my entire personality revolves around eating sandwiches. Yeah, and it has for the past 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Steve was like, remember oh, the show Full House where I ate sandwiches all the time? And that was one of my character traits yeah that's true jay money's yeah. like i ate a bunch of coleslaw one time and matt's like i just got back from working out and then steve is like remember full house yeah i liked your <laughs> phrasing of it of i've been eating my character trait has been eating sandwiches for the last 20 years yeah i liked that a lot um and ramona's I mean, it's true and ramona's like what if i do it and they're like you a girl <laughs> they don't explicitly state that but it becomes very apparent quickly that that's what I it is. I think Jay Money yeah. has a line where he says, like, you, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, he has a line like that. And I think I made a joke about, oh, is this an episode about feminism? It's a battle of the sexes, it's, guys. It's a battle of the sexes, <laughs> but instead of tennis, it's sandwiches. Yeah. Then we cut to, there's a cut to a little later. Everyone is reeling in pain from eating so many sandwiches. They're, they're all so full. Except for Ramona. Ramona. Who was just kind of vibing. She's like, I ate seven sandwiches and I could eat even more. Fight me. And they declare her their sandwich representative. Ramona yeah. Beatrice Gibbler. Did we know Hooray. Ramona's middle name before? I don't think so. I think they just did it for the RBG pun. But oh, yeah, because yeah, uh, then she's like, she makes, she makes, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's notorious like, RBG. notorious RBG. Yeah. And it's probably just for that, because I don't think we have known the name until then. Yep. Yeah. I, I'd love it if her name spelled something out, like if her full name was like Rug. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> Rug. Ramona Ursula Gibbler. That would be incredible. I'd love it. Rug. She's named after the Sea Witch. Yeah. <laughs> she's named after the sea witch, and that's why she's so good with sandwiches. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyway, DJ's like, oh, you eat too many sandwiches, and Jay Money says, Oh no, 
Sandwich a sandwich represents all of my failures. Taking it a little hard, Jay Money. You you finished you well, lost a friendly. And also contest. I feel like your failures down come yeah. down to more than a sandwich. I hate to say it. Yeah. I, I love the guy. Yeah. But I don't I don't mean to be mean, but Jay Money, you have a lot more failures yeah. than just that. And listen, yeah. it's okay. That's why we love him. That's exactly why we love him. We love our sad boy. We love our sad boy. Our sad boy. Uh, but Max comes downstairs. And he's dressed like a regular teen like you and me. Where did he get that clothing? He didn't have it before. That's true. Right? He has, well, we do see he has a backwards baseball cap. I think it's technically yeah. a trucker hat. It says Harmon Fuller Pet Care on it. I noticed in one scene. Oh, yeah, I noticed that So as well. he did, okay. he did get it from, it was a giveaway from DJ. That's hilarious. Okay, that's a really good touch. I didn't notice. Yeah, that was, a, I liked that. like free swag from his mom's business. Yep. But like, he's like, you know, what up, he comes, mom? Yeah. I'm a young down, kid. It's very much that same energy as like Steve Buscemi's character in 30 Rock. Just going, how do you do, fellow kids? Yep. <laughs> Except this time, rather than Steve Buscemi, it's an actual kid who is just as unnatural child. being a small child. Yeah. Yep. And DJ's like, what the hell? Where'd you get all these clothes from? He kind of reminds me of somebody I know, but I can't quite put my finger on it. And then Matt walks in wearing the exact same clothes. Yep. So good. He's wearing the exact same clothes. I love that he's wearing the exact same clothes as Max. It's really good. They're both like, oh, bro. Bro. Yeah. Like, so great, bro. It's me, Michelangelo, your favorite Ninja Turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Cowabunga. I sure do love pizza. Cowabunga. I love that they're both wearing cargo shorts, the worst article of pants uh, ever created. Me, Michelangelo, loves cargo shorts. God damn it, Michelangelo. <laughs> you, you used to be Michelangelo, cool. I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you got against cargo shorts, and are they really worse than jorts? <laughs> Jorts are significantly better. I have no. no idea what you're talking about. I respectfully disagree. I might go a jort over a cargo short, but yeah, a jinko jean, that's at the bottom. <laughs> jinko jean? What is that? You know the big jeans that are just like two triangles sprouting from someone's torso? Oh, those are awful. <laughs> wait, wait, huh? Yeah. Like- Tyler, if you can send a picture of Jinko jeans in our chat. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, he needs to they're see not this. like seven, like they're not like I mean, bell listen, jeans. I think no, you guys no, are no. Overestim- underestimating jorts. Jorts only work for one man, and it's Brian David Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> Zach, I'm gonna sneak into your house and replace all of your pants with jorts, and then we'll see if you can put your money where your mouth is. Cause I bet you're gonna look great. Oh, thanks, Mark. You have so much more faith in me. This is the kind of thing that my self-loathing needed right now. (laughs) That's one of my evil plans where I do something mean to Zach, but it's because I believe in him. (laughs) (laughs) One of my famous plans. (laughs) Okay, Tyler has sent the photo. Harrison, what do you think? Oh Jesus, those are terrible. What what is up with those? That's like a dress. That's two dresses. Oh, my god. oh my god, there's another picture. Why are they you so are listening big? to oh, Harrison so in real time discovering what Jinko jeans are? I I I, I knew these what they were, but why are these two, why are they so big in these pictures? 
They're always so big. Have you ever? <laughs> it's been a while, but um, <laughs> that looks like a komodo. Tyler, if you could just keep sending photos of Jenkins. Mar- Mark may have been me. the villain of the story, but what if the real villain was depression? <laughs> what if the real villain was my depression? Was Jinko jeans and Jink- my yeah. depression, uh, which is. A figmentation of like a devil wearing Jinko jeans. <laughs> Speaking of depression yes. and clothing, Max actually said, <laughs> Whoa, what a transition. Uh, Max actually says that he wants sweatpants, which they oh, all yeah. say is obviously a cry for <laughs> every time a new picture. Every time a new picture of Jinko jeans. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's sending so many pictures and I I can't handle this right now. All these people, their feet are just gone. (laughs) You can't see their feet. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways. I do do think we all have to take a deep breath where we stop. Okay, hold on. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. Okay. Wait. Okay. Okay. Breathe in. Oh my god. Breathe in. (laughs) What the fuck are these pictures? Breathe in one more time. Okay. Next scene. Deep breath. (laughs) We fucking lose it again. Oh, we're gonna lose the gangs. We're about to get back to our boy, Baseball Christy. Fernando and Kimmy take Ramona aside. God damn it. Yep. Yeah. No baseball Christy yet. Not yet. They they take Ramona aside and they tell her some very big news, which is that it is no coincidence that she is that she has qualified to be the champion for Uncle Monty's sandwich emporium. Yes, much like the 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 famous tale of the Fenson Benson <laughs> from iCarly. Ramona comes from a long line of sandwich eaters. She she has a has a stomach three times the size of an of a of a human of a person. normal human girl. Human. Doctors say that she won't live past twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> it's a shame. Well, wait, no, I, th- I think it's well. No, here's the thing. It starts off with Fernando and Kimmy sitting Ramona down, yeah. and Fernando's like Ramona. You have more of our genes than is considered safe. Yes. Yeah, what the heck was that? That is how it starts. (laughs) You're you're right. It's because she has a stomach three sizes of a normal person. It's a birth defect. You know, it's a real shame. That girl could be the greatest competitive eater in the whole world, but she's going to die before the age of 17 because her stomach (laughs) will cannibalize the rest of her body. Oh my god. god. There's no space for any other that, organs. That's horrifying. It's just getting larger, like it just eats the, yeah. the rest of the organs and grows. Yeah, it's a medical condition. <laughs> she just becomes a sentient stomach. She's already lost her pancreas and yeah. uh, one of her kidneys. Mm. Every day is a challenge. But yeah, the Ramona comes from a long line of competitive eaters. They don't go into a lot of detail about the history, but... He says you have more of our genes than is safe. So do both Fernando and Kimmy come from a long line of competitive wait. eaters? Yeah, no, they said they said <gasps> no, they said right. that uh, she comes from a long right. line of competitive eaters on both sides of the family. Right, 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 right. Wait, wait, well, wait. So fan theory. Um, we never know we never figured out how Ch- Kimmy and Fernando met. So what if 
What if it was an arranged marriage to create the perfect competitive eating s- <laughs> child? Yes. They bred her. They bred her like a racehorse. They bred her like a racehorse. The scions of two scion- great families. Yes. Alternate theory. Yeah. Yeah. Their two families of competitive eaters had been warring for generations. Yes. Oh my and god. Kimmy and Fernando and were like star-crossed lovers. <laughs> yes. Two households both alike in dignity. In fair San Francisco where we set our scene. In San Francisco where we lay our scene. Oh my god. Both alike in dignity or lack thereof yes. because sandwich eating is not really a dignified sport. Let's Kimmy and Fernando are not really dignified people. No. But anyway, all, um, Ramona now says, like, you know, they're like, we're just, we wanted to let you know in case you are afraid and want to back out. And Ramona says, no, she wants to prove that a girl can beat Baseball Christie. So this is a feminism episode. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, it only gets progressively more important to this plot that it's about can girls be good at eating sandwiches, too? Which, by the way, what even is this? By the way, official <laughs> yeah. stance of the Fuller House of the Fullest House podcast: Yes, girls can eat sandwiches as well as any man. Yeah. Wait, oh, what's the Harrison? What's what's the knuckles quote from Sonic Boom? Where he just like, oh yeah, like that. It's uh, like if you constantly bring attention to uh, w- women subverting the breaking of gender roles, it undermines it undermines the the entire concept of gender equality by proving that this is the exception and not the status quo. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's what it was. That's exactly what it was. And this is said by Knuckles from Sonic. Wisdom for all ages. Yes. Anyway, uh, this leads into a Rocky-style montage, training yes. montage. They even have but like about a very similar music track playing. Yeah, they do yeah. an off-brand Rocky theme. Some sections are so similar and then they'll throw in like one note that's different i loved it yeah, yeah. i loved it it's so, so much bad. It, it throws it off so much it ruins the entire sound yep. i love it oh yeah <laughs> so it's good. it's like the rocky theme but they moved it like down a key yeah yeah <laughs> it's great they even include a see a, a moment of her Punching a bu- a punching bag with baseball yeah. Christie's face on it. Yeah, because I guess you gotta burn some calories when you're constantly practicing eating yeah. sandwiches. Well, and it's also about motivation. You've got to have that hate in your heart if That's you want to eat that many sandwiches. Mm. Yeah, it's stress um, eating. Yep. It's hate it's eating. Stress eating. But we go to the next scene, which is the day of the competition. I do want to mention before we get into the competition proper. There was a line that I really liked where Kimmy is talking to Steve about all the stuff going on with Max and Steve's like, I know it's been hilarious. And like uh, Kimmy, there was an exchange where Kimmy says, he just told me a fart joke. And Steve goes, which one? And then he gets very serious and goes, I mean, how is DJ handling all this? (laughs) Steve once again, becoming one of our favorite characters. We love Steve. It's so good. It's so great. Scott Wenger is so good. He's very good. I just wanted to highlight that. But then, yeah, um, Ramona comes in to challenge Berkowitz, a.k.a. Baseball Christie, to his friends, I assume. I'm his friend. <laughs> we're all friends of Baseball we're, Christie. We're all friends. Yeah. But, twist, you thought he wasn't going to show up for the rest of the episode. 
But Ethan walks in. Ooh. Oh boy. I mean, they set him up in the beginning, so I figured yep. he would come back, but they make it really surprising. And Ramona's all like, oh no, I can't eat sandwiches in front of a boy. Oh my god, gender quote feminism. I gotta go. We and we've gotta I wanna point out. It's not like he wandered in to get a sandwich and was like, oh, I didn't know you'd be competing. And she's like, haha, I'm not competing and runs away. He's like, I came here to support you because you're my girlfriend. And I think it's really cool that you're doing this. Yeah. And she's yeah, like, like he, I can't do this now. They specifically talked about this beforehand, clearly, because yeah. she told him about the sandwich yeah. eating contest. Or, or <laughs> Uncle Monty's social media is just so good. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's following. The, he's yeah. also a Postmates well, guy. So yeah, he gets the he gets the gossip. Yeah. You know? Well, also oh, yeah. he, he definitely follows Fernando on whatever social media accounts. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, my daughter is competing in this uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love one if one episode Ethan's like Ramona. We need to talk more. I only ever find out things that are going on with you through your dad's Twitter account. I I keep forgetting that. Ethan is the only person who recognizes Fernando as a fame as a very famous race car driver. Yep. But anyway, uh, Ramona hides in the kitchen. Berkowitz is like, she forfeited. And he unzips his hoodie and it, his T-shirt says Berkowitz wins. He came prepared. You, 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 you offered a really great joke in the form of I really hope he has... Uh, Berkowitz loses written on the back yep. so that he can walk away in shame. He's playing both sides. That <laughs> way he always right. comes out on top. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Steph, Steph goes into the kitchen to support her and Ramona's like, and she's like, ah, oh, you're, you're worried that eating all the sandwiches is going to seem unfeminine. And Ramona's like, yes. And I hate that I'm worried about that. I don't want to be the kind of person who thinks those things, but yes, I'm worried. And, and Steph tells her like, you know, you can do anything and girls can eat as many sandwiches as boys. And you know what? You shouldn't care. And, and if he's, and if he cares about that stuff, which he definitely doesn't because he came to support her. We already know this. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even deserve you. Mm -hmm. um this is an episode about feminism feminism motherfuckers (laughs) it goes from j money scoffing and going you eat sandwiches very subtle to i want to prove a girl can eat sandwiches getting more overt to yes this is all building up yes i am girl yes i eat sandwiches we exist (laughs) she even says the phrase i'm a disgrace to my gender (laughs) oh my god i am woman hear me eat sandwich Nom 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 sandwich. <laughs> anyway, she goes out and the competition begins. We cut to later. Ramona has him on the ropes. Ethan's cheering her on. We get the verdict. Baseball Christie. Twelve Sandies. Oh A my new God. personal best. Strong showing from Baseball Christie. A new personal best for a good friend, Baseball Christie. Yes. We do not mm-hmm. know his first name, but we do know his last name. <laughs> unless, yeah. unless. We, well, his, what if his full name is Baseball Christy Berkowitz? Or yeah. maybe Berkowitz is his first name and he's Berkowitz <laughs> Baseball Christy. Or what if he's oh, just ooh. like technically, what if his full name is technically just Berkowitz? You know, like Beyonce. Yes. 
He is just one name, like Beyonce. He is the Beyonce of our age. Yeah, Beyonce. Beyonce is also the Beyonce of our age. I just yeah, want to say, Beyonce yeah. is the Beyonce of any age. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, Zach. That's actually actually now that I think about it, that's literally true. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. I mean, she is Beyonce. Yeah. She is Beyonce. Uh, maybe Berkowitz is Berkowitz Jr. and he, and he says, you know, when people uh, uh, yeah. when people come up to him and address him as Berkowitz, he says, "Please, Berkowitz is my father. Call me Baseball Christie." <laughs> what if Baseball Christie is Berkowitz's father? <gasps> I I think I've cracked the case. <laughs> Berkowitz has grown, was born, and has grown into a full adult. <laughs> I, I guess him being Berkowitz's father doesn't mean that he was born after the first time we saw Baseball Christie. But in my head, I was like, <laughs> oh, he was born and became a full adult man after that appearance. Well, yeah, that's how that's how it works it. in their yeah. family. They're so genetically advanced. <laughs> Perfectly <laughs> evolved like Ramona to eat sandwiches. Anyway, so yeah, um, Baseball Christie, 12 Sandies. Ramona, yes. mm-hmm. 13 Sandys. What? No way. No way. It's great. Ramona has one. Uncle Monty's gets the golden sandwich. It's a trophy that is very obviously a regular sandwich, spray painted gold. <laughs> would not taste good. I don't know why no, they get well, to represent I, I the person who can eat, eat the most sandwiches. Sandwich. No. I would not eat that sandwich. Yeah, they reward the person who eats the most sandwiches with a sandwich that you cannot eat. Think about that. Think about it. Maybe it's one of those douchey sandwiches made with gold leaf. You know? Mm, yeah. Because mm. you can eat gold, apparently. It's true. And people do it for some fucking oh, reason. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard it doesn't taste good. Uh, I can't imagine that it would, considering it's that it's metal. Incredibly expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but the scene is brought to a wonderful close by Fernando, who walks out from the kitchen and says, Attention, everyone. Um, there is not a possum in the kitchen, but you should all leave before you're bitten. You should all leave before you're bitten by something. That is not a possum. Definitely not a possum. <laughs> Guys, do you think there's a shark in the kitchen? Well, of course. That's what he meant by not a possum. Yeah, it's a shark. Mark, don't be ridiculous. Sharks can't swim on land. How's a shark right. gonna bite you when you're on land? <laughs> I'm so stupid. Obviously, it's a snake. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a snake. It's a snake. It's definitely a snake. Ah. <sighs> For a second, I thought you were going to say, like, it's an octopus, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fish. <laughs> just, a, just a blue it's, whale in the kitchen. It's a full bear. <laughs> <laughs> Not a half bear, a full bear. Yeah, it's a full bear. No, he thought he a, smelled some salmon. Could and you he imagine if there was just half a bear <laughs> in the kitchen? <laughs> it's like, how did it get here? Why only half of the bear? <laughs> Let's hope it's the bottom half and not the top half. The top half to be pretty deadly. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Or I'd imagine it's like cut like hot dog style instead of hamburger style. <laughs> oh God! So yeah. This is the left half of a bear. Yeah. Oh no. Um, but we go back to the house to the Fuller house. Yes. Um, where DJ is talking with Kimmy, and she's like, "I think I pushed Max too hard." 
and that's why he's acting out this way. And we're like, no, TJ, he got bullied. Yeah. He very obviously got bullied and is now trying to change everything about him. Yeah. Yeah. And and then they they see him outside throwing away his new clothes, his old clothes. He's Spider-Man no more. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then DJ has a light bulb moment uh, where she realizes the most obvious thing in the world. Yep. Uh, and she connects it to a, the story of how she met Kimmy. Yep. Yes. There was also, you know, they talk and Max is like, all the kids were really mean to me. They said I looked like an extra from young Sheldon, not like the lead, but like an extra from young yeah. Sheldon, which connects to our IMDb yeah. trivia of the day because, yeah. you know, the actor who plays Max has a younger brother who mm-hmm. did not play young Sheldon, but <laughs> he Was did play... No, not an extra. Oh. He did play a young Leonard from the Big Bang Theory on Young Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it. When when is when is he gonna get his spin-off Young Leonard? Young Leonard. Yes. But yes, move uh, yes. on. Love it. Well, Tyler points out something very important, which is that DJ doesn't realize that Max is getting bullied for what he wears. Kimmy does. Mm-hmm. Which I think is important for two oh, reasons. Right, yeah. One, I actually really do like what they do with Kimmy and Max in the resolution of this plot and bring them together. It is good. Mm-hmm. And That's also, good. DJ remains so dumb <laughs> because Kimmy's like, oh no, this is like our field trip to Fisherman's Wharf. Remember? And DJ's like, oh. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Right. Our yeah. field trip to Fisherman's Wharf. Yep. So they, they go out and they explain that when Timmy showed up uh dressing as Timmy does. Yeah. She uh, they, you know, they said, you know, when I first she was she was all alone on the bus wearing her bacon and egg scarf. Yeah, and that's when DJ knew that she had to be friends with Timmy because that is so cool. But everyone else thought she was weird, and that the whole yeah. moral is like, yeah, you, you, there's always going to be someone who appreciates you for who you really are. Yep. Yeah. Everyone thought there was once a little girl who sat alone on the bus because nobody wanted to sit with her because she was wearing a bacon and egg scarf. And you know who that little girl was? Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It was Kimmy Gibbler. And then DJ's like, but there was one girl who sat with, who chose to sat with her because she could see how cool and exciting and different she was. And you know who Steve that girl Jobs. was? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. <laughs> Max does have a line because she does do that. She asks it rhetorically. She says there was another girl who did sit with her. And Max does say to her, like, if this isn't you, this is a bad story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, they explain, they tell him this story saying, you just got to be yourself and there will be someone who likes you for who you are. And it's it's really sweet because like DJ does kind of step back for a second and Kimmy talks to Max about like her experiences. I did really like that, that they you have this moment between Kimmy and Max. It was nice. Max rescues his clothing from the trash. Mm-hmm. It's great. We cut to DJ, Stephanie, and Kimmy in the kitchen. They're drinking wine together, and they're like, "We're we're good moms." 
And there is a joke I like where they're like, because, you know, we encourage our children to be who they are no matter what and like help them through. You know, we just want them to be happy, to be themselves, make their own choices. And Steph says like to poop once a day and sleep through the night being like, you guys know I have like a baby, right? Like I'm not parenting a teenager. (laughs) Um, And then Danny, her little baby starts crying. So she goes off to get her and then runs back up and DJ hands her a glass of wine. Steph is a mess. Steph is a mess. It all came full circle. We ended on it instead of starting with it. Oh, they pulled a fast one on us. Hell yeah. She needs to drink alcohol to get through comforting her daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Well, damn, when you put it that way. I know that's not what it is. Anyways, time for sad boy of the week. (laughs) On that note. On that note. Sadness. Do we have to nominate Steph for that alone? (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Okay, we're nominating Steph for that alone. I won't go over her case because we just said what it was. Uh, yeah. Who else can we nominate, really? I feel Ramona. like Ramona. Um, Ramona. Max. Yeah. Max, yes. Max, yeah. Matt. Matt. Ooh, Matt is, This is one of those ones where it's not really a plot thing. It's just some incidental thing. But I mean, Jay Money has some good lines here. I don't want to just nominate him as a requisite, but like yeah. the Obama thing. Yeah, yes. I can't. I couldn't eat another sandwich. <laughs> Sandwiches represent all my failures. Oh yeah, that was great. Again, that was they give Jay Money all the best lines. Yep, it's so good. It's so good. I'm trying to remember if there was anything else Jay Money did. I don't think so. I don't think so. Not much. He lost to a girl. Yeah. He lost to a girl in a sandwich eating contest. What are you, some little fucking, some little fucking pussy? You can't eat sandwiches better than a girl. (laughs) Um, so so I think our nominees are Ramona, Max, and Matt. Yeah, yeah. Okay, who to begin with? I'll begin with Matt. Okay. Okay. Matt is gung ho to be sandwich king. I'm going to refer yeah. to that role as either Sandwich King or Sandwich Queen. You know what? Sandwich you know what, King you know what, or Queen. I will, I will go with the non-gendered Sandwich Monarch. Oh, I thought there you were going to say Sandwich Royal. Sandwich Royal sandwich is also very also good. Works. Sandwich Emperor. Ooh, Emperor Ooh. of Sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Emperor God of Sandwich. That. That's where it got the name. <laughs> yes. We should open our own competing chain restaurant. I've been on a Dune kick, so I suppose we should call it God Emperor of Sandwich. Uh, that's what that would be my chosen name. <laughs> this is now a Dune podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he wants to be Sandwich God Emperor. I think the idea that God Emperor of Sandwich is a competing restaurant to just normal Emperor of Sandwich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is competing with Earl of Which Sandwich. Is they only of go sandwich. Oh, right. It's Earl, not Emperor. Okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Zach. <laughs> okay, anyway. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yes. Listen, Harrison, if you had any expectations for me to be not an idiot, that's on you. <laughs> and Matt Matt thinks he could beat Steve, who is known for eating sandwiches, <laughs> because he just came back from spin class. I think it was yeah. Zumba, not spin. It was Zumba. It was Zumba. Oh, I think, 
I think later baseball Christie has a joke about spin class. Yeah. I had assumed yeah. that was a callback to the earlier joke yeah. and that they both I think done spin baseball Christie, like when Ramona leaves, was like, can yeah. uh, she forfeits? And they're like, no, we just got to talk to her for a second. It's like, all right, but can you hurry up? Because I got to get to my spin class. Yep. Yep. That was again. I, I remembered that baseball Christie said spin class. Mm-hmm. I assumed that Matt did the same and that was the joke. Mm. Yeah. By the way, that should have been the joke. Baseball Chrissy. It's Zumba's better. Baseball Zumba Christie should have also been going to Zumba class. That's, that's why yeah. that's why I said like I that's why I said it's gotta be Zumba, because I think Zumba is better than Zumba. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Max was just doing some Zumba. He was just zooming. Yes. Zooming. <laughs> the act of Zumba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> it's a real verb. Um, anyways anyways later matt walks in and he's dressed exactly like a child (laughs) or is the child dressed exactly like him well the joke is oh max is dressed like someone and he's dressed exactly like matt but that also means that matt dresses exactly how a child would dress Mm. it's a good point which to be fair it's like a t-shirt and shorts it's not super complex yeah but i like the idea of like max being like what's the most childish you know wh- how do i dress like a middle how do schooler? middle schoolers dress i oh, know like matt matt <laughs> and i think that's it for matt but i liked yeah. those two facts a lot oh they're very yes. good ramona ramona is uh dragged for her trash dollar store lotion by matt max sorry she makes it a weird feminist point that hey i can eat a lot of sandwiches too guys and then it does turn out that she can eat a lot of sandwiches because she's some kind of weird genetic freak who is perfect (laughs) for eating sandwiches i don't know how that works but outside of my theory but yeah (laughs) two ancient bloodlines have come together to produce a sandwich-eating machine, and that's Ramona. It's a blessing and a curse. Mm. As we said, she's probably going to die in a few years. It's really more tragic than anything else. Yeah, yeah. You know, we said Kimmy and Fernando were star-crossed lovers. It's not because they were doomed. It's because any child they produced would be far too powerful yeah and would have to die ramona is the chosen one ramona is the she chosen one singularity point and die from her sandwich abilities as tyler texted earlier ramona atreides i was about to say can you st- can you tell that dune is still relevant but i don't know if dune is still relevant yeah it's still relevant okay it's been a, it's been a week or two so that's not like yeah. it's been a while since dune came out I was still in California when Dune came came out. It's it's been over a month. Mm. Oh, you're right. It has been over a month. Okay, but while. anyway, yeah. it was before Halloween. It was. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway, yeah, she is um, a monster engineer to eat sandwiches. Both of these options are sad, but I'm going to put it forward to you. Either her parents force her to go through a Rocky style training montage for eating sandwiches, or she is like, yeah, I want to do a Rocky-style training montage for sandwiches. I feel like it's probably more of the... Oh, it might be some kind of mix of both. Could be a mix of both. I feel like Ramona wants to train, but it's Fernando and Kimmy who insists on making it Rocky-style. 
That's okay. my. That's what I'm thinking. Do you think it's all diegetic? They uh, they like have the off brand Rocky oh, music. Yeah, I imagine like one of them yes. is like one of them is like holding her down while she's doing setups, and the other one has like a boombox with the yeah. off brand Rocky theme. She gets freaked out that her boyfriend is going to see her eat sandwiches, even though her boyfriend is like, I'm so excited to see you eat sandwiches. I love you so much. But she decides to stick up for her gender, eat the sandwiches, and she eats the most sandwiches, the most sandwiches that were obviously tainted by possums. Yep. (laughs) Oh, no, you're right. That's what we don't see. Fernando Mm. was like. Not to say there were possums in the kitchen, but there were definitely possums in the kitchen. And everyone's just like, oh, okay, I guess it's good that we just ate 25 sandwiches. Yeah. In the next episode, Monty's gets closed and just <laughs> oh a my solid God. D slapped on the door. How is it still open? I don't know. That's very bad. And that's, I think, her her story. Max is insulting everyone for no reason. <laughs> Mm-hmm. insults Ramona's face cream. He has been moved up to middle school and it's going to go great. Uh, he comes back devastated, having been made fun of. His mom is is too stupid to notice, oh, Max was obviously bu- bullied. Max decides to change his entire personality and become a cool kid. Ooh, he, yeah. He becomes a bro. 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 Total bro. Yeah, bro. bro. Like that. He starts using all the cool slang. How do you do, fellow kids? That was low-key cringe, bro. It's low-key cringe. Okay, to be fair, Kimmy says a lot of that other stuff as Kimmy well. says a lot yeah. of that other stuff as well, but then, but Max does do some I'm slanging kinda, yeah, around. Yeah, he does. I'm kind of disappointed that he doesn't dab. I thought for sure he was going to dab. I yeah. wish he dabbed. Oh, I wish he dabbed. I oh my god. That would have made this episode. Oh yeah. I wish he would have dabbed like award-winning actor Idris Elba. <laughs> what? <laughs> Remember on Hot Ones how he dabs? Have you not seen that video, Zach? I think no. you'd like it. I, I it sounds like I would like it. I'll have <laughs> to pull that up after the podcast. But Max is a cool kid. He throws out all of his old clothes and then he's told. Look, Kimmy was bullied too, but I found her and I found her because she dressed the way she dresses. So it's all going to turn out okay. So the good news in the end is that Max is going to turn out just like Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm not, I'm voting for Max. Yeah, I'm also voting Max here. <laughs> okay, Max wins. I'm voting Ramona just because of her weird sandwich jeans. The sandwich jeans. I love the weird sandwich jeans, but it becomes a moment of triumph in the end. And I think Max, he deserves a little sad boy recognition. You're Mm -hmm. you're right. I think I think you're right. I totally understand. But Ramona does get my vote. Okay. Yeah. Well, this now puts. I believe this is Max's third sad boy win. Yes, it is. It is his third sad boy win. He's he's moving up there. He's. He's one of those guys where he didn't really have a lot going on, but slowly trying to bridge the gap almost. He's out of the one club. Oh, no, sorry, no. He was out of the one club. I'm, I'm dumb. Anyways, end the episode. <laughs> That's it for the episode. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Fullest House Podcast. If you would like to see more of us, you can find us 
Where, you may ask? Where? On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the handle Fullest House Pod. No way. <laughs> and until next time, I've been Harrison Bloom. I'm Zach Horowitz. And I'm Mark Green. And once again, until next time, may your houses be fuller. And may your Christies be Berkowitz. Mm-hmm.